Hi, welcome to Whole Brain Teaching, the podcast. We are so excited to be back recording um, some new episodes. It's been a while since we haven't um, been here, so we're super excited to be back. My name is Laura Forehand. I teach second grade in Northwest Missouri. I'm a Whole Brain Teaching Executive Board member as of this year, so it's relatively new. And I am here with my just whole brain teaching bestie, um, someone I count on oh, when the chips are up and when they're down. Rhonda, I'm so glad to see your face today. Yes, it's great to be back with you, Laura. Um, I'm Rhonda Arlt. I'm a second grade teacher in Goddard, Kansas, and a whole brain teaching executive board member as of this year, too. So excited to get that recognition. Um, but I'm just so excited to be back with you and um, excited to be back with our listeners and getting this new series that we've got planned started. Yeah. So both of us were just chatting a little bit before we started saying, we're just, a, we've got some butterflies because we haven't done this. What? So bear with us. <laughs> yes. We, we haven't really done this since, I don't know, maybe the beginning of January, maybe the end of December. I really can't remember the, when the last time was that we actually recorded together, but um, I had put on the Facebook pages. And, and as some of you know, my husband had had a stroke in late January. So that kind of brought everything to a screeching halt. And um, Rhonda's just been so incredibly supportive and um, has been willing to take this break with me, even though I was like, Hey, if you want to take it and run with it, you go for it. But um, uh, we're a team. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of decided we're a team and we're just going to be there for each other. And I appreciate all the thoughts and, and prayers and, um, well wishes that, that I received on Facebook, um, from the whole brain teaching community. Um, but we are grateful to be back. My husband is doing phenomenal. He's still got a ways to go, but he is at a place where, um, he can, because he edits our podcast. So he can edit those podcasts. Um, not that we ever make a mistake or anything, (laughs) right. (laughs) But when we occasionally do, (laughs) he can, uh, he can get in there and he can edit them for us so that you guys get the best quality content that we are able to deliver to you. So thank you for being patient with us in this time that we needed to have to um, get him well. And, um, but we are just so grateful to be back. So with that, Rhonda, I'm going to let you kind of kick us off here. All right. Well, first of all, I'm just so thankful and blessed that he is doing so well because he, he does a lot for our podcast and you know, I just don't want to overload him. So if we'd have to have a break or thing, that'll be completely fine. So um want to be on his timetable a little bit too. But to help us get us back into the swing of podcasting again, we are going to start a series called Getting Started with Holbring Teaching. So our plan is to start this discussion with just Laura and I today, but we will be bringing in others like some newcomers and veterans um, who have been on this journey. So our hope is that this series might help those that are contemplating using whole brain teaching. So let's get started here. Laura, why did you decide to start whole brain teaching in your classroom? Okay. So I, at the time was teaching first grade. And mm-hmm. I was teaching, yeah. yeah, I was teaching and I was right down the hall from the kindergarten room and right across the hall from the preschool room. So I kind of would always see the classes that were 
about to be mine. And for the future. <laughs> yes, the future, there you go. I could see the future and the future was terrifying. So um, I had a group of boys um, in this particular class coming to me and they were uh, beloved rascals, which I, I hadn't thought, I, I didn't know that term at the time, but um, they were all very young. So they were, you know, probably summer birthdays. They all fed off each other's energy. And I was just like, I have got to find something, um, to help me get through this school year, or I will be going home in tears every single day because these boys will get the better of me. And the classroom was majority boys. So it wasn't, you know, it, it, I didn't have, I didn't have you know, maybe another group, say the girls to kind of, you know, bounce off of those, those hard times. It was majority boys. So, um, which I have a really, I have a heart for teaching boys. Cause I have a son and he was always ornery in school. So I always have a heart for them, but I thought this is a big group <laughs> and you know, they're probably going to get the better of me. So I literally just Googled classroom management strategies and whole brain teaching popped up. And of course it was free. And I was very reluctant because it said everything was free. And I thought, well, somewhere, you know, if I keep clicking long enough, I'm sure they're going to be like, okay, if you just, you know, send $29.99 today, we can, you know, <laughs> send this to you. And, you know, that never happened. Um, in fact, I was somehow in all my clicking was led to, um, a list of conferences that I could attend. Um, and so that summer I actually went to Houston, Texas and saw, uh, coach Biffle, um, in person doing a conference down there. And I was hooked, you know, I, I, that's all I did during the summer was read up on whole brain teaching and learn those basics of whole brain teaching. And, you know, I'm trying to think, I, I think that class is now like eighth or ninth grade. And so I've been using whole brain teaching ever since. And, and I'm so grateful that I found it. And I'm so grateful that it was in fact free. I mean, the conferences are free. Um, all, all the, you know, um, what do you call them? The things that you get on teachers pay teachers, the graphics and things like that, that's all free. You know, the books, you can get on Amazon, but they're a minimal cost compared to most. And usually when something is free, the quality right. isn't you know, as good as you'd like to be, but that's not the case with whole brain teaching. That is, yeah, that is not the case. Those are all the things that were kind of going through my head. And so I was pleasantly surprised that when they say free, they mean free. And the quality, like you said, is still, it's stellar. The quality is stellar. So, yeah. So that's kind of my background. What about you? What, what made you decide to use whole brain teaching? Well, I kind of stumbled upon it. And I think I'd mentioned this in one of our earlier broadcasts before I was kind of scrolling through Pinterest actually, and came across a video. And I think I got hooked because things were not working well with me in the classroom. I had just started at a new school, um, still in the same district, but a new school opened. And um, I guess I my classroom management wasn't as good as what it should be to the point of where I felt like I didn't know if I could keep doing this. Yeah. And so, you know, I was kind of contemplating quitting the profession and trying something else because I wasn't feeling 
successful as an educator. So um, saw this video, um, was intrigued with the engagement and um, approached my principal and asked, if, you know, because I had talked to him about, you know, I just don't know if I could do this anymore. You know, this isn't, you know, this isn't, I, did, I guess I didn't feel successful. And you know, nobody likes feeling like a failure, especially in your profession. And so I was, you know, looking for other avenues to maybe feel successful. But I saw this and thought, well, maybe this was an answer and took it to him and showed him. And I said, would you be willing to let me try this? And I mean, blessed to have him say, absolutely, you know, do what you need to do and kind of took off from there. But um, yeah, definitely started out with some of the basics and, you know, it kind of changed my attitude, yeah. my classroom management improved, and I would never look back. Yeah. I would never teach that. I mean, I have several people that come into my classroom. We have high school um, kids come over and help us that are interested in teaching and they see it, you know, and they really like it. And, you know, I just hope that that, you know, pushes them into the yeah. education profession, but I know some people are intimidated by it too. I mean, it looks fabulous and it can be a little bit intimidating, but I tell you what, it's so worth it. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, so, you know, speaking of you getting into whole brain teaching and how we started, did you have any hesitations when you first started whole brain teaching? Well, I don't think I had any hes- hesitations to say because I needed to do something different because what I was doing was not working in the classroom. So I wasn't hesitant, um, but I mean, there's a lot to it and you have to take baby steps, but what about you? Did you have any hesitations? No, I would say that's probably similar to, to my answer on that because I, I knew I had to do something. So I, I was kind of very motivated Right. Um, rather than hesitant to do something new. And especially I think because like you, like you alluded to, you watched videos. I too watched videos. I went to a conference. So you actually saw it in action. You saw whole brain teaching in action. So um, that, that made me even more excited rather than hesitant about it. So yeah, I really didn't have a whole lot of hesitations either. Okay. So what, in your opinion, has been the most difficult part of implementing whole brain teaching? Oh gosh. Okay. Let's see. Well, um, I, I would say that at first, probably what was most difficult is I was the only teacher that was doing whole brain teaching in my school. Um, you know, I got a lot of the, um, wow, you know, your classes you know, amazing. Your classroom management style is amazing, but that's not something that I would want to do. You know, so I, I got support, like teachers were not, you know, anti whole brain teaching or anything like that. They were like, that's okay for you to do in your classroom, but I'm going to keep doing my thing. Um, so that can be very, um, lonely sometimes, I guess, just because, um, you know, if you have questions or whatever, that it's, it's really hard to go like during your plan period, go talk to somebody else who might be doing whole brain teaching and go and, and say, you know, how can I modify this to make this work in my classroom? Or what are you doing? I'm still having this problem with, you know, little Billy over here, um, you know, and they could tell you, well, you know, have you tried the bullseye game or whatever, you know, um, which is, which is why having this community is so great because um, I know you and I text probably daily, 
about situations. And so we help each other that way. But I would say that was probably um, the most difficult. Um, I was just kind of uh, trial by fire, I guess, you know, um, being the only one. On an island by yourself. Too. Yes. Yes. It, it's doable. So I don't want people to think like, you know, oh, I'm the only one, so I can't do it. There are lots of people in the whole brain teaching community that are the only teacher in their um, district that are using whole brain teaching. So just know that we understand if you are, you know, on an island by yourself, <laughs> but um, it is very doable. So um, what about you? Um, did you have any apprehensions as um, you started or even, even now? I don't know. I think probably one of the hardest things for me to implement, it kind of came the second year was super improver. Yeah. Um, I was a little nervous. Yeah. Uh, didn't understand how, you know, to motivate him with the, I mean, to strive to improve and, mm-hmm. So I was a little reluctant to try that. I mean, Nancy, my mentor kept telling me baby steps. And so, of course, you know, I started out with rules, you know, your attention getter, your, you know, mirror words and all that. And was, and then I just had to take that leap of faith because she kept telling me, you should try this. You should try this. (laughs) And so I took a leap of faith and tried it and was amazed. I mean, I feel bad that I didn't try it sooner, but I was just a little apprehensive, um, I was just scared that I was going to fail with the improvement thing and, you know, not get, you know, as far and super improvers changed so much, even from the basic, I think we had just 10 levels before it was started out kind of small. So I don't know. I think that was, that was probably the hardest thing for me to, to implement. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about you. I didn't do it the first year. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, like implementation wise, um, I'm trying to think, I I feel like with all the, the basics, you know, like in, in coach's first book, um, okay. Remind me of the, cause I always think of fast track, but it's not fast track. It was, um, whole brain teaching for challenging kids. And other kids and other kids too. Right. It was a very, was a very first book I got. And so it talks about, you know, the seven, the big seven and, you know, super improver and, and, um, the whole brain teaching cycle and all that kind of stuff. Like none of that was super hard for me to, um, implement. Um, I guess I was just kind of like we were talking about earlier, I guess I was just kind of motivated to be like, I've got to have something in place for these kiddos. Um, but I, I think as, like things have changed. It's been a little harder for me to implement things. Um, I think so much of it is, um, well, this, this year in particular, I feel like it's been very difficult. Um, just I'm, I'm co-teaching, um, and that's not necessarily difficult, but we both need to make sure that we are in agreement before like things things get changed. And so, um, you know, so we're taking that very slow. Um, and then also with Carl being sick, you know, I wasn't able to implement some things that were coming down. Coach just has so many amazing ideas. And I feel like his brain must go like just all the time trying to, you know, coming up with some great ideas for the classroom and really trying to help us solve as many problems as possible. But I would say this year, it's probably been pretty difficult for me to implement a lot of the newer things, 
And I would agree just with the challenging class that I've had. It's just any change for them would not have been successful. So I had to, the way I started was (laughs) I had waiting close to the end, but yeah, I mean, he's got some great ideas, but when I mentioned super improver, that was at the beginning of when I started it, definitely some changes and some things that, um, new things that he's bringing about that. Right are awesome, but I just couldn't implement at the time. Right. Right. And so like, I want, that's kind of my goal this summer is to, we were talking about this before we actually hit the record button, but you know, I, I used color writing and that's something that I think I would love to implement from the very beginning. I feel like I've taken bits and pieces of it, but never like, okay, from the very beginning of the school year, we're going to implement color writing. And that's the program that we're going to use. Um, so I think that is one of my goals in the coming school year is to try to like implement color writing with more fidelity than I have in years past. Um, so yeah, but I think as educators, you know, we can always improve. Oh, for sure. You can always, you know, get better as an educator. So well, let me flip it to you about what is your favorite part of whole brain teaching? Oh my gosh. I would have to say hands down is the teaching cycle or as we call you and I have alluded to it is like the basics. I think, you know, that teaching cycle and, and with the, um, we've had the manners now included in that. I really love that. Um, yeah, but that class, good. yeah, the attention better, the manners, the, the direct, you know, the chunks of instruction, um, mm-hmm. the direct instruction where it's just like, you're just teaching little bitty pieces and then mm-hmm. having them teach each other and then teach the class. I mean, the part I love at this point of the year with that whole teaching cycle is the kids are able to do that themselves. You know what I mean? Like I can just call on a student and they can, they can teach the class um, which is just, it's fun to watch that. So I would have to say like, hands down, that's probably, um, the thing I like most about, you know, cause you can, I can do that from day one and that's what, it, what's really, really comfortable for me. And it's, it's like giving my students, um, a sense of belonging and a sense of community. And the fact that that's something that you can, um, your students can take from you and they can do it themselves. What about you? I mean, what? Well, I think I kind of have to jump on what you said. I mean, yeah. probably specifically mere words, uh-huh. um, just because of the engagement with the class and, you know, the chunking of the information, but the gestures that go with it, I think it all ties in with that brain and getting it, um, having them learn what they're right. supposed to be So which is part of a, that teaching cycle, but I just, I really like the engagement and how it ramps up your lesson. Um, getting away from that where the teacher talks too much. Right. You know, I think that mere words helps you a lot with that. So. Yeah. You know what? The other thing too is I love the, the rules. And that's mm-hmm. another part of whole brain teaching that I love. And I, I kind of call them expectations in my classroom, but the one thing I will not say that we are like a whole brain teaching school, but that is one thing that 
our school has adopted is the whole brain teaching rules. And we've actually aligned our PBIS matrix to those. Yeah. So it's kind of nice because in that respect, everybody's on the same page and students know that they go from my classroom to the art room the expectations don't change or they go to the cafeteria. Those expectations don't change. Mm -hmm. So, but we've gained a lot of new listeners over the last couple of months. So, um, and even with us being gone, we still, you know, check those, check those numbers on Podbean and people are still following us and, and joining in on the conversation. So what advice would you give to someone Rhonda, who is just starting out with whole brain teaching or, maybe someone who wants to implement it um, for the first time in the new school year, what, what's the best advice you can give them? Well, I would probably have to revert back to, you know, what Nancy has said and what she had told me, you take baby steps yes. and it's okay to take those baby steps. Um, start small and then you can build on that through the year. Um, I kind of started with the basics with that whole brain teaching cycle and the rules, but that, I mean, like I, I said earlier, I didn't do super improver until the following year. I just wasn't comfortable with it. And I feel like, you know, it's your classroom. You've got to do it, you know, and I don't think you're going to be successful if you did everything yeah. all at once anyway. Right. And I think that's important to remember. So remember those baby steps and it's okay to start slow. And I think, I mean, your class is resilient. I mean, yeah. if you say, okay, we're going to start something new, you know, I think they'll be on board with that. And I want you to feel comfortable. Right. So don't go to that next step until you feel comfortable with what you're doing, you know, kind of build on your foundation. Right. Right. What advice would you give? Yeah, I would, I would have to echo that advice for sure, because I think that, you know, my tendency is to go, oh, this is everything. Well, I've got to do everything. And then you wind up, I don't know, for me, I wind up not doing, I wind up doing a, a lot of everything, but not very well. So I love the advice that you just gave where do what is working for you, do it well, do it until you feel comfortable going on to the next phase. I also want to encourage people because I know you, Rhonda, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you start whole brain teaching like in January of the school year? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, even if I know we only have like two and a half more weeks of school left at the re- this recording. Mm-hmm. And so even if you're brand new and you've never tried anything, maybe all maybe you want to just dip your toes in a little bit and start with class. Yes. Um, and just try that till the end of the year. Um, but go slow. I love that advice. And I, I just have to echo it because I just I feel like there is a lot. Whole brain teaching um, has so many levels to it. So Mm -hmm. many amazing things. So many Uh, tools in the toolbox. Yes. yes. Which is so nice because you have a lot of situations in your classroom, a lot of scenarios in your classroom. And so there's a lot of tools for each one of those um, scenarios, each one of those situations. But um, yeah, I would agree with you. Go slow. Um, What does Andrea Schindler say? Go slow to go fast or something like that. So yeah, I think that's, I think that's great great advice. Well, it's been so great getting back into our podcasting. Um, I'm so glad we got a chance to sit yeah. down to the two of us and chat about our passion for holding teaching. 
it's been good to reflect on our why for starting this journey and to reflect on both the smooth and the bumpy roads. And I'm going to be honest, it's not always smooth, even for us veteran teachers that have been doing it for years. So um, the beauty is even during those bumpy times, there's so many resources that we can access to help us along the way, like our Facebook pages, Instagram pages. Um, We've got a real strong sense of community on our our Facebook pages. We're all here to help. You know, it's not just executive board members answering questions for you. I mean, it's whoever has the time that can answer. So please um, check us out through there. And you can always reach us through um, our email addresses. Um, Mine's R, R, no, Rhonda Arlt at wholebrainteaching.com. Yeah. And Laura, do you want to share yours? Yeah, mine is Laura Forehand at wholebrainteaching.com. And we are available to help. Um, the other thing we didn't mention at the very beginning is that we help with bronze certification. So, you know, mm-hmm. as you're as you're in this journey and you think about certification, perhaps, you know, reach out to us or reach out to Nancy Stoltenberg and we'll we'll great way to learn more yeah. about whole brain teaching. And one thing I didn't mention earlier is, you know, when I was stumbling upon it, I kind of, I mean, I had to read the books and yeah. that's, you know, and look at videos and that's how I implemented it. I wasn't fortunate enough to attend a conference. So, you know, I had to take the time on myself and there's been a lot of teachers in my building that expresses the interest in whole brain teaching, but they don't want to have to, they don't want to do the work to yeah. learn about it. Yeah. And you know, it frustrates me so because they're like, oh yeah, I want to know more about it. And I tell them the website and some books to check out and I'd never see it implemented. And you got to put in the work sometimes. Yeah, that is, that is true. And that's, that's teaching. You got to, yeah. you, you, you got to keep learning as you're teaching for sure. But yes. And we also want to encourage you to like, and follow this podcast. Of course, we have about, 40 episodes that we've recorded in the past that are up on Podbean. Some are even attached on the website. So if you go to www.wholebrainteaching.com, you'll see that Sarah Metter has attached some based on what you want to learn more about. So you can not only read about that particular strategy, but then you can click on the podcast link and listen more about that particular strategy. Um, We have things from the basics, which we talked about here to dealing with your beloved rascals. Um, We just want to encourage you to go check them out. We are always looking to bring you relevant content. So as Rhonda said at the beginning of this podcast, we will be back with more of these um, situations and stories from people that have been doing um, whole brain teaching, either new or veterans, but we'll also be bringing you some new strategies. We hope down, down the road a bit. So stay tuned, like follow, share this podcast wherever you can. And thank you again for joining us today. We're so grateful that we're back.